All right, this is Brent Leary, and I am. This is really a pleasure because I had the, the pleasure of hearing this gentleman speak not too long ago at the Sugar CRM Sugar Connie venue with one of the keynotes. His name is Terry Jones. Terry is the founder of Travelocity. He is currently the chairman of Kayak, uh, and he's a great speaker and a angel investor. And Terry, thank you once again for joining me today. Well, it's my pleasure to be here. Thanks very much. So I, I talked a little bit about your background, but maybe you could give, fill in a little bit more before we jump into the conversation. Well, yeah, I've had kind of a varied career. I, I started my career as a travel agent, and uh, I did that for about five years, built a pretty big company, a startup when I was in my 20s, and then jumped over to tech, worked at a tech company that was uh, selling tech to travel agents, and we sold that company to American Airlines. Uh, then I spent 20 years at American in both marketing and IT, and when I was CIO, I was given this little online department that was uh, had a product that was on CompuServe and AOL. And uh, uh, I worked with a team, and we put that on the Internet, and that became Travelocity. Uh-huh. Uh, and and uh, so I did that for six years. We took the company public, spun it out of American, uh, and eventually they bought it back and took it private. And when they did that, I said, well, I don't want to go back and work for you guys again. Uh, <laughs> So then, since then, I've been a speaker. I've been uh, on, on 10 public and private boards. Uh, and uh, and the, as you mentioned, I'm the chairman of Kayak.com, which we founded uh, seven years ago. It took public last year, and uh, hopefully we'll close the deal to sell the company to Priceline.com for uh, $1.8 billion uh, someday soon. It's, it's just pending government approval. So that's uh, that would be nice. <laughs> yeah, that'd be wonderful. Sounds like a good plan to me. <laughs> yeah. So you mentioned you you you've done this a couple of times. You were one of the, one of the really first success stories when it comes to online businesses with Travelocity, and and then you kind of you've done it again with Kayak. Uh, what are some of the big differences? I mean, these companies weren't created you know decades and decades apart, uh, and they're both online businesses. Or they're both part of you know the the travel industry, uh, but what what were some of the big changes in maybe technology and culture and, and what have you between what you did with Travelocity and what you did with Kayak to make it a different experience? Well, it's an interesting question because it, it may have been prompted by the fact that I uh, I said in my speech that you heard that today Travelocity has over three thousand employees and Kayak.com has two hundred and twenty. Uh, and yet, uh, they're the same size in terms of Internet visitors, uh, and how in the world is that possible? Well, part of that is because Travelocity started in 1996. There really weren't any Internet tools at all. We had to build everything by hand. Uh, so it's a legacy application. Uh, we grew that business through traditional brand advertising. They have a large customer service department that's probably easily a 1,000 of those people, if not more. Uh, they're traditional travel agencies. Uh, and so it has to do with business model and sort of how technology is marched on. If you look at Kayak, you know, our, our computers are in the cloud, so we don't have a data center. Uh, for the first six years, we got all our customers from Google. Uh, so it was search-based. We didn't have to spend all that money on advertising. We We deliberately we're very lean in how we did things. We're not a travel agency. We're a search company, so we don't have a customer service function. Um, 
there, there are just so many tools available today to allow you to build an Internet business. Uh, and the analogy might be that, you know, Apple started in a garage, but Facebook started in a dorm room. <laughs> and, you know, uh, it, you can do something with just a couple of people today and really create a very large business. It's kind of interesting because, as you said, we all know the technology has changed dramatically. But was it difficult from a maybe an organizational, cultural perspective to adapt to the changes that you would take from a social standpoint or from a cultural, organizational standpoint? Was it more difficult to make that change compared to adapting to new technology in order to make Kayak what it is today? Well, I, I, I don't think so. I mean, Kayak is a traditional startup, venture capital funded. Um, we had two experienced leaders, one who'd come out of a couple of startups in Intuit, uh, one who came out of Orbitz, uh, and, and they really wanted to create a very lean and mean business. It's actually located uh, in two different locations. All the developers are in Boston and all the business people are in Connecticut. Uh, we ran the thing on QuickBooks up until we went public. We just didn't have the courage to go public with QuickBooks. We thought <laughs> Wall Street might be a little worried about that. I think the culture, uh, these guys were very good at culture and team. And, you know, I have a new book called On Innovation uh, that's been out for a few months. And it really goes through the, the, the basics of innovation, which I think start with culture and team. Um, those things were harder inside a big company like American. So there, to build Travelocity, I had to move out of the building, uh, get everybody together to create a culture, uh, work on having uh, reporting relationships way up to the top of the company so that my boss could provide air cover for this little idea, um, keep the money in such a way that it didn't get stolen by other people who could use it more effectively. Um, those were important things in a big company. I think watching Kayak, like one of the most important things was to watch our CTO, who is so focused on hiring absolutely the best people he could find. Um, wow. And, you know, you learn that rock stars hang out with rock stars. And if you hire A players, more A players want to be there because they want to go change the world together and they don't want to be dragged back by, you know, C and D players who never get called out in big companies. So I think that culture uh, was created by these, these two guys who are the leaders, uh, and they managed to hold that over, over seven years and really be tight on growth. You know, we, the board pushed them hard to grow the company, but they worked really hard uh, not to grow the people. And I think fairly amazing to take a company public with only 200 people in it. Wow. When you look at customers over that span when you were, you know, building out Travelocity and now what you're doing with, with Kayak and, and other companies you invest in, how have, well, maybe the, the major ways that customers have changed from the time you built, you know, Travelocity to where we are today, and then possibly where have they not changed in an important way? Well, customers, I mean, customers change a lot. When we started Travelocity, we had to spend a lot of time convincing them to put their credit card online. People were afraid to do that. We had a special number where they could call us to give us the credit card, and we'd put it in. Of course, we didn't tell them we put it in online just like they did because <laughs> it was safe, but you know, they were afraid. Um, 
electronic tickets were new. People, the number one call we got was, did you get my reservation? Our answer was, yeah, did you get our email? Did you see the confirmation online? Of course we have your reservation. But, you know, people weren't confident about shopping online. Uh, today they're very confident, and uh, they're so confident that at Kayak we have over 24 million uh, mobile downloads of our application. So they're even com comfortable doing it over the phone. Um, I think people still uh, shop around maybe more than they have to because uh, at Kayak we're very comprehensive in terms of price. I think that, uh, you know, people uh, still want to buy direct, which is something that we allow them to do on Kayak. You can buy from a mul multiple sources. Um, and I think that, you know, we talk a lot about social media today. It's at every conference we all go to. Uh, but I think we have to realize that very few people actually buy through social media. Uh, it's an interesting place to build your brand. Uh, it certainly is a place where you can uh, perform service. It's really not a place that people buy yet, and certainly not in travel. Terry, you mentioned that Kayak is a search company, not a travel uh, company. Was that something you went into, or the company went into it with that mindset right off the top, or was it something that they transitioned to after thinking about it some? No, actually, that was the idea. Uh, out of a dinner we had one night between the former head of Expedia, the former head of Orbitz, and the former head of Travelocity, me, and a venture capitalist. And we were talking about various things we'd learned in our time creating these companies. And one was that you know, 90% of the people who came to our websites would search for price but then go direct to an airline, a hotel, or a car company to buy. And we said, why don't we just create a company that does that, that mm -hmm. allows you to search very effectively, very quickly, uh, across all the various sources of travel purchase. And then when you click, you buy direct. So you burrow right down to the last page at Marriott or the last page at Delta and just fill in your name and you're done. So we started out to be a search company, and we started out to earn our money uh, as Google does on a pay-per-click basis. Uh, and we pretty well stayed that way until this year. Uh, you now can actually buy directly from Kayak. Uh, and we did that because we were getting a lot of questions that people wanted to buy from us. They now trusted us. But also in the mobile world, that's pretty important because in the mobile world, people don't want to put in their credit card five times and fill out different forms. It's just too hard. So right. by having them buy from Kayak, uh, it makes it simpler, and uh, it increases the value of our mobile site. So I think uh, you know, we've always wanted to be a search company. We are a search company, and, a, and I think mostly we'll remain that way. One last question that comes to mind is uh, how difficult is it today to keep up with customer expectations? You know, they are a much more savvier kind of set. They have, like you said, better tools uh, to, to use. They have mobile devices. They have social networks. So how, is it more difficult uh, meeting the expectations of customers today than it was back when you were starting out with Travelocity? Yeah, I think it is, and that's, why, that's really why I wrote this book on innovation, um, because in a, you know, co constantly innovating is so important to keep up with today's customer. Um, you know, 20% of Americans got a tablet in two and a half years. <laughs> you know, we're, we're constantly moving forward, and we expect – 
from every website what we get from the very very best website. You know, so why isn't you know Larry's insurance company as good as Amazon? Um, and you know, we get frustrated when it isn't. Uh, you know, I deal with lots of small businesses. And uh, one of the examples I use is my insurance agent here in this little town where I live of 6,000 people. He knew he needed to get online. He knew he needed to do social media. He knew he needed to do video. But he didn't know how to do it. So mm. he hired his kids, uh, <laughs> which I think was a brilliant idea. And his kids know all that stuff. And now he's got a great site uh, that's very up-to-date. It's got lots of video. He's got social. He's got mobile. Um, and... You know, I think for a small business owner, it's enough to know that you have to do something. You don't have to know how to do it. You have to go out and find the people who can help you do it. Um, and I think hiring people who aren't like you, hiring people who are younger than you, who can push you along, uh, because we all get into a rut and we've all say, you know, we've always done it this way and we've never done it that way. And, you know, maybe if you're 64 and a half, you can make it to retirement. But otherwise, I think the world is going to change too fast, and you need to get some help. Uh, well, i got to ask you one last question. Since I'm in the midst of writing a book called The Amazon Effect, and you, you mentioned Amazon in your speech, and you just mentioned them again today, what impact, overall impact on business and on customer relationships do you think Amazon has had on the overall business community? Well, I think it's been tremendous. Um, for example, I'm a consultant to a company that does price discovery uh, for big retailers like Sears and Target. So they have a billion SKUs that they follow price on. And, you know, those big retailers used to change price once a season. And Amazon changes price once an hour. <laughs> so they've had to completely revolutionize their business to keep up with the speed that Amazon changes. Then you have, you know, Amazon's customer database and how they mine that database and their whole recommendation engine, um, you know, which has spawned uh, a plethora of copiers like Netflix and so many others, where we expect, you know, a great website to understand who we are and to make great recommendations. So that's been another change. Obviously, they put they put not only price change pressure but pricing pressure uh, because they are so efficient. Uh, in how they do things. And I think it's very interesting that they've gone into so many businesses. I mean, they're manufacturing hardware, they're into media, uh, they sell logistical support, they're a big IT company, they sell IT services. Um, you know, Jeff isn't afraid to change things, and he also isn't afraid of Wall Street. You know, he'll, he'll say, well, you know, we're not going to make any money for a while, too bad, um, <laughs> where most CEOs won't do that. But he comes from Wall Street, so I think he knows how to stand up to these guys. Uh, I think it's a it's a very interesting effect. I live up in the mountains. We don't have a lot of stores up here. You know, if it wasn't for Amazon Prime, I don't know how I'd survive. Um, I think it's a it's a company that, you know, it has massively changed retail. Uh, I think the big big retailers are afraid and should be of Amazon. And I think people used to say we have to make the website as good as the store. Now people are saying I have to make the store as good as the website. Wow. Because you have a customer in your store who says, well, gosh, I can't see any videos. I can't get any reviews. You know, I can't get in-depth descriptions. I'm just standing here looking at this barbecue, and there's no one here to help me. Um, <laughs> maybe it's better to shop for it online. So I think we're seeing retail kind of look back at online and say, 
boy, we have to combine it into an omni-channel world, uh, and it's hard for people to make those kind of changes, but it's it's not hard for Amazon. Had a and, great and frankly, I guess I should add, uh, when I wrote my book, I talked to traditional publishers who all wanted a year to do it. So instead I did it in uh, five weeks through Amazon, CreateSpace, <laughs> one of their companies that completely has a, a great menu of services to publish a book. And when you order the book, it's printed on demand. So there is no inventory. Um, that's 21st century book publishing in my in I guess in my book. <laughs> <laughs> this has been a great conversation with Terry Jones. Uh, Terry, uh, you mentioned the book. Where can people pick up the book? Uh, you can. The best place to get it is Amazon.com. <laughs> it's in all the online sites, uh, but it's only there, and it's available for any e-reader and also in paperback. And where can people find out what you're up to? Uh, TBJones.com. Uh, is my website. That's T as in Tom, B as in boy, tbjones.com. has information about speaking, consulting, uh, my blog, and my books, all kinds of fun stuff. So uh, come take a look, and uh, thanks very much for having me on today. Oh, thanks for joining me. And, and you mentioned a service that you just invested in. Why don't you give a plug for that as well? Oh, yeah. We were talking about transcribing this interview, and I just uh, invested in a company called Transcribe Me. Very interesting uh, transcription company that does its transcription through crowdsourcing. So if you take this interview, it's probably going to be cut up in 10 different parts, sent all over the world. Everybody, each individual might do five or six minutes of uh, transcription. The computer reassembles it. The people are rated. Uh, the quality is excellent, and the turnaround is fast. So crowdsourcing is the wave of the future in many businesses.